Hello, everyone, and welcome to 100 Words or Less, the podcast. I am your host, Ray Harkins, and we are sitting here at episode number 22, which I was thinking, it's pretty close to being 24 hours worth of content that you can consume if you were to listen to these podcasts straight through, which I do not recommend to anybody, but uh, that's pretty insane. So, anyways... Uh, Our guest on this week is Mr. Matt Pike from the Kenmore Agency, and more on him in a minute. So we have a special announcement. I'm uh, pretty excited to announce that we actually have a new web partner. Uh, Punk News was awesome, but uh, there's a site out there called Property of Zach. You can visit it at propertyofzach.com. It's done by a dude named Zach. What a stretch, I understand. But... um, yeah, he's been running a great site for the past few years, um, something that I uh, stumbled across, I don't know, about a year, year and a half ago. Um, and, you know, what kind of sets him apart from a lot of the other different news sites that are out there, um, he has a lot of interviews and sort of editorial stuff, um, whether it's like bands contributing like tour blogs and sort of, you know, more behind the scenes stuff. Um, Zach really tries to get to the meat of the issue whatever the issue may be he also reports on a lot of the uh you know news that comes across in press releases and stuff but um yeah i was kind of excited to uh talk to him about partnering up with the show in order to be the main online presenter aka he will post news for us and uh, spread the word of the show and in turn i will spread the word for his awesome website so uh yeah Go to propertyofzach.com and you'll be able to check out all the latest news and reviews. And he's got cool merch up there. And um, yeah, just got a really good thing going. So I'm excited about this new partnership. Um, And uh, we got some great ideas for fun stuff in the future. Uh, You know, he may bring to the table some guests that I wasn't thinking of uh, and uh, vice versa, you know. So if you found out about the show through Property of Zach, let me know. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook and all that other good stuff. So, um, yeah. Another thing, business out of the way first. Please review the show. There's two things you can do. One, you can take about two, three, maybe three minutes out of your day. Go on iTunes, type a sentence or two on the show, what you like, what you don't like, preferably what you do like, um, and then leave the review there. If you don't want to do that, you can simply click on the five-star rating that's at top, up up top of the page or whatever. Anyways, you can click on that, and the more ratings that we get, the easier it is for people to find on iTunes and just makes us look cooler in general. So if you would mind doing that, I am sort of obsessively compulsed with watching what people write about that and also how many stars people give so um or how many reviews people have clicked so uh, i do pay attention to that so if you do leave something i will read that i guarantee it um you can also visit the website 100wordspodcast.com and you can find recommendations movies music kind of whatever i've been doing recently and um some people enjoy that and they find value in some way, shape, or form. But above all, it's just a forum where we can kind of share, um, you know, what we've been into. And uh, if it's a Tumblr thing that you do, you can interact with it that way. You can follow it, ask questions, whatever. So check it out. 
Anyways, uh wanted to get into one more thing before we uh, delved into the intro of the guest and what have you. So we're sitting here a few days after Labor Day slash the Republican National Convention. And, um, you know, we are ramping up to an election year, and uh, this could be dating it. So if you are listening to this in 2018, uh, this is 2012, and you guys probably... No, you'll care who got elected president. But in any way, on <laughs> I can't talk sometimes. I apologize. I'll just keep on pushing through. At any rate, uh, it blows my mind how divisive this particular election seems. It seems like you either have to be so left-wing and support Barack Obama... And if you do support him, you are considered extremely left-wing, even though a lot of his views are definitely more towards the middle. And if you don't like him, you swing to the complete opposite side, to the right-wing sort of, you know, Fox News archetype, like whatever opinion you have of that type of stuff. But um, I don't know. It just it it frustrates me. It bums me out. Um, I just can't wrap my head around it because I feel like because we're essentially at two complete opposite sides like obviously how will that make it easier for anybody to work together with one another um and it's just yeah i i I get scared because obviously this is the way that our country and culture is being shaped by the public discourse um and i feel that a lot of that gets lost in the sort of you know television ratings and the idea that each individual candidate has to mobilize their base. Like that word is just absolutely terrifying. But in any event, um, vote. Above all, you should give a shit about what's happening in the world because after all, if we that are involved in independent culture don't feel like we have a voice, there is one thing that you can do that obviously does have an impact and that is vote. Um, People that have told me in the past they don't vote because it's, you know, a conscientious objector. Um, I personally don't understand that or get that. Just cast a vote. Um, It takes, you know, 10 minutes of your day, if that. Um, And then that way, I feel like you truly do have a leg to stand on when you're talking about uh, things in the political realm. So, there you go. There's my punkvoter.com or whatever (laughs) plug that uh, I wanted to get out there just because it was on my mind. Anyways, on with the show. Matt Pike is the owner, CEO, head booking agent guy of the Kenmore Agency, or the founder. That's probably a better way to describe him. Um, the Kenmore Agency probably books some of your favorite bands or bands that you've been fans of in the past, whatever. He's a very large presence within the independent com- music community. Um, this These days, he books Converge, Bane, Touche Amore. This is all like under his umbrella. Uh, previous guests, Law Disputes, book his band. Um, but yes, he is a, uh, in my estimation, a pioneer within sort of the independent booking community. Um, as you'll come to know in the interview, you'll see that he did work at a, a different booking agency and then kind of started to try things on his own. And that's how the Kenmore agency started. Um, but a lot of people don't realize like when bands come to play your town, uh, there obviously has to be a person that is making that happen, not even just from 
the band getting from point A to point B, but then a person who is responsible for taking care of all of the negotiations, how much the band is getting paid, all that type of stuff. And um, at this day and age, it's almost more important for a band to have a booking agent more so than it is a record label with obviously how easily accessible um, the internet is for anybody that is interested in spreading their music. But uh, I'll let Matt do a lot of the talking because obviously he will tell his story much better than I will, and that is why he is on and I am not interviewing myself for him. Makes no sense. Anyways, um, I went to his office, his newly relocated office from the East Coast out here to California, um, and this is what transpired over a beautiful Monday morning, I want to say. So, hope you enjoy. Thank you. Like um, you know, I started playing and taking it was like '96, '97. Yeah, and it was. I remember the name. I remember. The, I yeah, it was like, terrible, dude. Right. Yeah, and I, I don't. For whatever reason, I don't think we actually popped on any tours that you did. Maybe it was like here and there. I feel like you played shows. Yeah, for sure. One hundred percent. Yeah. And so it was one of those things. Like as I, because I sang for the band, and it seems to be that when you're the singer of a band, you're like you know, the default you're the guy. business you're the guy. guy. Yeah. You know, uh, you're probably the, the fucking weirdest dude in the band. Totally, you know? totally. That's just the way it works. But the, uh, so I just remember as I started to get like the business aspect of it, I just remember you were literally the first like agent or agency that I was like aware of. Like, yeah. you know, whatever, agency group and all those other things were just like, it just didn't make sense to me. And like, I didn't even, that wasn't even part of my purview. But I was just like, oh, the Kenmore agency. I was like, basically, that was like, the coup de gras of like yeah. holy shit like now look at us right <laughs> but like what happened to us yeah yeah you're just bald and you know <laughs> just getting old and yeah yeah but i the, used to have a six-pack now i have a fucking keg you know like, <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> but the uh just the idea of like you know unwrapping the fact because you know there wasn't back in that yeah, time no we can talk about all that too because to me it's a mystery Right. Yeah. And and there wasn't there wasn't a lot of like independent agents that were doing what you were doing. Like they were it was either Well it's funny you say that because there were a lot more. Right. And then as things changed, those people started getting bought up. Totally. We yeah. all had our I mean I had I've had many chances to do that. Uh, yeah, that, and that is exact I will but we I've will had, get around to but that. I have hand tattoos. So yeah. That's good. <laughs> but so I just yeah, like I said, I remember that being like the one of these days that might be awesome to work with the Kenmore agency or whatever and so it was did you have like an impression as things started to you know like the midnight mid to late 90s as things started to you know grow for you as are we company, going now by the way 100 percent. oh, oh yeah right. oh yeah we're we're in we're, it we're already in yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, okay um so as like did you did you get the impression that it was just like oh wow like all of a sudden you started to receive a stupid amount of demos and people hitting you up left and right and um you know kind of when did you feel that the business became real for you? <laughs> so, yeah, I, I don't know because I never really, I never really had like like crazy aspirations because I mean essentially like let's rewind a little bit. Yeah, you know like I mean I was just a kid putting on shows, hanging out with my friends, mm -hmm. and you know one thing led to another, and and certain people were introduced to me, and they became my circle of friends, and right. they just happened to be in good bands. Yeah, and it, it's just like. I remember, you know, and this is back when we traveled a lot to go to shows. Of course. Being on the East Coast, I mean, you could go, you know. You're within a few hours of. of every major city on the East Coast. Totally. You know, unlike the West Coast where it's like, 
Yeah. Oh, hey. You, you've got San Diego and you've got, yeah, yeah. You, you drive to Vegas four hours? Yeah, or? and it's like, yeah. you, know, you know, waking up on a Saturday morning going, oh, hey, there's a festival in Long Island this weekend from Boston. Right. You know, that was a quick... Quick, quick, yeah. you know, five-hour drive, and you know, you ended up, you know, at the PWAC in Long Island, seeing Earth Crisis and Mouthpiece and VOD, VOD and whoever, sure, you know sure. what I mean? Like, and I remember there was a a particular like festival that was happening, and a, a couple of friends of mine from Massachusetts and I went, mm-hmm. and at the end of that show, like, uh, I, I wish I could remember names and faces. <laughs> yeah, it's all it, right. It's just you know, they're they all blend they in. All, oh God, yeah, <laughs> I don't even remember my own kids' names sometimes. <laughs> Um, you know, a fr- like a mutual friend was like, Hey, you're from Massachusetts, right? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, well, a friend of mine is stranded here. He lives in Massachusetts too. Can you bring him home? Yeah. And sure. That uh, happened back what then. what we did. Right. Totally. That's, you know, oh, hey, you're into like hardcore and right. oh yeah, me too. We're friends now. Of course. And, um, and it just happened to be like Aaron who played in Convergent Bane. And that was like my first introduction to him. Right. And like we became buddies. Sure. And, you know. Converge just happened to be playing like in Connecticut like the next weekend and like we went down and later like you know a couple months later he's like hey we're going on tour do you want to come yeah and I remember like being like sure like sure. let's why, just why go, not you right. know and at that time tour was you know borrowing your mom's astro van and your friend's station wagon and loading up as many of your friends and yeah going to play houses up and down the east coast <laughs> the caravan tour yeah exactly <laughs> and I remember going to um you know, the, the drummer's house at the time mm. and standing in the driveway and like the guys in the band like, oh, who are you? <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm... <laughs> oh, I've got... I'm this guy. Yeah, I'm this guy. I'm hanging out with him and we're going to go on tour for the next few days. So nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. You know, and here it is 20 years later. I've been booking him for 20 years or whatever. I know. You're just like, that's so... You know, and that's that's legitimately how it happened. And like, yeah, you know, like I think it was like two summers into it mm-hmm. where I was comfortable enough being like, guys... Like, there has to be a better way of doing this, you know, like, and it is funny because, you know, just moving here from the East Coast. Right. I packed up my whole life or whatever, and I found, like, some of those artifacts. From oh, like, I could imagine, it was, yeah. It was, I found, like, my notebook from, like, 94, 95. Wow. Where I remember traveling and carrying this one notebook. Of course. And we'd go to record stores and, you know, like, flyers actually had kids' numbers and stuff on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, And I would yeah. write down, like. Sean, Charleston, South Carolina, blah, 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 blah. Dude. And that would be the dude to call, like, when we wanted a show. Yeah. And, um, and, like, that's, like, kind of how it started. And I remember, like, sitting with Converge and being like, guys, there has to be a better way to do this. Let me book your next, let me figure out how to book your next tour. And that was, like, 96 or 97. Okay. And, um, and we did the whole country. And it was just like this. See, you you basically, like, worked, like, in conjunction with them. You're like, guys, has to be a better way. Yeah. This... Let's put this together. I will do most of the organizational work. Yep. Let's yeah, try I mean, this. obviously they had they had some contacts from sure. friends and you know, I mean and again, like it was back when like, oh hey, Boy Sits Fires from Delaware, let's call them for a show. Let's yeah. call you know, let's call Dave Mandel in, in Southern California. Yeah. He can hook He'll us hook up. He'll hook it up, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You know, like, oh Rob Moran's in San Diego, well he has a place for us to play. Yeah. You know, like and that's like how it worked and like you know, like those guys had friends and bands and like, it was just like this sharing of information. Like there was no internet. There no. was no, I mean, I didn't have my first email address till I was in college. Right. You know, and that was 1943. Right. I think. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, exactly. The <laughs> advent of the internet basically. Right. Yeah, you yeah. know, and I remember it being like, you know, 72 characters long. Of course. Know, like, well, no one just, would ever remember it. Exactly. <laughs> and like, I mean, you know, there was no cell phones. I mean, so it's like everything I had to do, like I had to like. Pen and paper. Right. Absolutely. Just, and like totally. pay phones and like, and like gnarly shit, you know? So it was like, 
you know, and, and through like the invention of like figuring this out, yeah, you know, and thankfully Converge, like, I mean, Converge like gave me a career in a sense. Right. You know, that, I mean, that is, that but is we didn't look at it like that. We didn't no, look no, at, no. I mean, no, I mean, even look, I mean, you ask any of those guys in 1996 or whatever, I don't think any of them would, 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 would. Yeah, you know, be like, oh yeah, we're gonna be doing this in 2012. Yeah, we're gonna, no. be, you know, because in 2012 we were supposed to be flying on like you know flying cars and stuff like that. Right, know? exactly. It was Back to the Future too. Yeah, style. exactly. You know, so it was like, I mean, and it was one of those things. It was through that music scene that like I kind of got introduced to everyone else. Like you know, Aaron started Bane, so he's like, hey, why don't you book a Bane tour? Yeah. Steve was in Caven, so he's like, book a Caven tour. Sure. And then it was like, you know. Like overcast, over, yeah, overcast was a was a popular like you know metal death kind of weird yeah, band yeah, from yeah, Massachusetts, yeah. and they're like book us a tour, and we're gonna go on tour with uh, disembodied and so, Shai Halud. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Know, Shai yeah, Halud. so it was like, I mean, and it was just like, dude, if you ask any of those guys, they'd be like, oh yeah, Plankton didn't know what he was doing. I, mean, I didn't know what I was doing. No, yeah, I yeah. legitimately, legitimately <laughs> was like, hey man, I'm gonna call these people because they did something for me in the past, and blah right. blah blah blah. And it wasn't until maybe like. You know, maybe you know, it was. I mean, I look at some of the bands, like some of the early tours that we did. Uh-huh. You know, I mean, dude, like we did stuff for like ISIS and Jesuit right. and Botch and Saves the Day and Fast yep. Break and like, you know, I mean, none of those. I never was like, I'm a booking agency. Right. I'm not. I'm not a booking. Sign agent. a contract. No, with me. I mean, yeah, dude. I know. mean, it's 2012. I've never had a band sign a contract. Are you kidding me? That's yeah. retarded. You know, like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's like. Can you say retarded? You can totally oh. say, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, 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 I don't I, know if that's offensive or not. Yeah, no, no, it's okay. <laughs> but uh, I'm from the East Coast, remember? <laughs> um, but you know what I mean? It was just like, it was it was just like this thing. We we used the people around us to like kind of... Get yourself out there. Exactly. And it was like, I mean, I, I never once was like, I'm going to start this business entity. Like, I'm going to be this big wig, you know, right. my corner office i mean i never had those things i mean i just didn't want to work for anybody else right it was like it was it was just yeah it was just one of those things i i your experience is so symptomatic of what so many people feel where it's like you don't have you don't set these huge goals but it's like you know like bands back then where it's like mid 90s where it's like you know i just want to put out a demo okay next step uh i want to play outside of my own city and then it's like you just take these things like incrementally as opposed to all right here's this lofty goal like you, you may have that in the back of your mind, but you're not. Yeah. That isn't where it's like. I mean, I need time, to be there. Half the time, you can have those ideas, but the execution is just not there. <laughs> totally, I mean, totally. I mean, it's, I mean, that's just the way it is. It is know? a reality. Yeah, yeah. And um, it, I mean, I'm I'm amazed sometimes. I mean, because it's just like it's like here it is. How many years later? Yeah. I mean, I'm still learning new things. I mean, I'd be sure. I mean, I, I'd be dead if I didn't, you know, adapt care. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. You yeah. Know? And I mean, I have to say, at first it was a thing where I only was going to do things for my friends, you know, cause that's just yeah. how we wanted it to be or whatever. Sure. You know? And people and, that were readily like, in, like you said, in your network where it's like, Oh, I don't yeah. know you. I mean, so, you yeah. know, it's like, you know, <laughs> and, it, and it, it's not like it was like paying the bills. Right. Right. You right. know, I mean, I remember like, I, remember, I mean, I had no concept of like how, like how to have a band pay you. Like yeah. I remember being like, Oh Yeah. You want a tour for uh, four weeks? Yeah, just give me a hundred bucks. You know, I'll do it for a hundred bucks. hundred bucks, that's so much money. That you is know? Like, yeah, you I know, can get like 10 meals dude, off that. Yeah, straight up, dude. It was better than stealing <laughs> records and going to sell them, you know? Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, we yeah, did whatever yeah. we could do to fucking make money, you know? Sure, it's just like, sure. I mean, you know, and it's like, and the other thing too for me was like, oh, 
You're going to let me travel with you across the country? Right, okay. And pay me a hundred bucks? Oh yeah. my God, like right. this is like, I've died and gone to heaven. Right, here, how, like, how, does, how does not everybody fall into this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and so essentially, I mean, you know, not to romanticize it or whatever, but like, right. it was like, dude, I'm hanging out with my buds, you know, like, yep. like we're just hanging out in the middle of South Dakota, climbing mountains, like, right. oh, we'll go play a punk show in a, in a garage, sure. Sure. You know, have adventures. Exactly. And that's yeah. all it was, you know, and that's all I cared about was like, you know, meeting people, hanging out and like, just like not being in Massachusetts. That's right. Really, that's what it came down to. Right, 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 right. And, um, so did you sort of backing things yeah, up for it? The, um, born and raised on yeah. the East coast, Boston area, uh, well, Western Massachusetts, like okay. kind of like, you know, in the Springfield, Northampton area, Okay, yeah, yeah, More, yeah. closer to Hartford, Connecticut and Albany, New York. Got you know, it. Like, got it. I mean, but that was the cool thing about growing up there uh-huh. is like, you know, being, being in Western Massachusetts, I was two hours to Boston, an yeah. hour and a half to Albany, sure, an hour and a half to New Haven, Connecticut, three hours to New York City. Yeah. I mean, and even a little- Centrally folk, located, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we saw everything. Right. You know, so it was like- And how, what, and so did you, well, what did your, uh, what did your parents do for a living and did you have brothers and sisters? Yeah. I have two brothers, one older, one younger. Okay. And, you know, my parents are still married, like, you know, 140 years, I think it that's is. A, that's yeah. impressive. No, they're cool. Man. Yeah, yeah. Like, and, uh, I mean, you know, and it's like, you know, my dad, like, still works two, three jobs. Sure. You know, this, he's a hustler. Yeah, just, I mean, he's, you know, he came from a, a big family. Okay. And so it was like, that was just his, you know, by no means, like, you know, he just did, they, he just did whatever, whatever he could do to help us, you know, sure. advance in the world. You right, know? right, so, right. And right. it's like, and it's like, I, I look at a lot of the things that my parents did for us, and it's just like, man, you know, they sacrificed a lot you sure. know, for my brothers and I. Of course. You know, and it's like, you know, they still live in the same house, you know, and yeah, you know, yeah. she could be Massachusetts. <laughs> That's and awesome. You know, my mom's worked for, you know, she worked for like a nursing home for like 30 years. Or okay. Whatever, however, you know. Sure, sure. She's just the saint of a woman. Where I came from, I don't know. <laughs> you know? It's You're like, like, how did I learn this? Yeah, yeah. You know, and, and like, and, it, and it's weird because like, you know... Both my brothers still live close to home. You know, uh-huh. they have their families. They do their thing. Sure. And, you know, I think, like, in the back of their heads, they're all like, dude, that kid is where, so weird. Where did I come from, you know? Where, yeah, did, did he, was it the uh, mailman? Did he get, did he get <laughs> dropped on his head? Like, I don't you know, where did he come from? Because I've always been, like, I mean, you know, when I was 18, I was like, I got to get out of here. Right. You felt you, know? you felt the itch. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, and, and, and not to discredit what they want to do. Because, God bless, everyone's everyone's life is their own, you know? Totally. But, I mean, I just knew, like... I mean, I mean, like I went to a Catholic high school okay. because it was in a different town than the town I lived in. You know, not that I wanted to go to Catholic high school, but I knew, like, I mean, like you wanted to broaden your world. Yeah, view. I wanted to get out of Chickabee. Sure, like it was sure. like I was like my parents literally lived like two blocks from the high school, so my world would have been two blocks. <laughs> yeah, that's and I true. Was like I, was, I can't do this. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it was like that's really it's funny because it's uh, it sounds like I mean it total like small town mentality where yeah. it's like you know some people like you said they're just totally content being like yo yeah. i'll hang out here and that's fine and but you were when did you start to feel that itch where you were like yo i, I think i think there's more outside of these two blocks like you're saying i mean honestly like i, I don't i can't necessarily pinpoint, pinpoint it, it sure you know yeah. but i i know like i just i always was like an adventurous kid sure you know and maybe it was like sixth grade when i you know when i saw judas priest screaming for vengeance lp <laughs> I think that's like what kind of when my world was like, whoa. Yeah. And like, I remember started to break open. I was at the Aldenville public library and I stole that record. Really? So I'm sorry for taking it. I yeah. Just, yeah. I it's just okay. loved it. Like the record, the album cover was like, I was like, what the hell is right. this? 
and the idea and so it's so funny that you mentioned like records from libraries because people yeah. people don't understand no, that oh, concept yeah, well yeah, libraries yeah. people are like what i mean dude going and getting the record taking it home and getting your fisher price and recording it to your boom box you know like it's dude yeah that's incredible yeah and it's like you know my older brother like doesn't know this but i mean like i mean he listened to like different things sure you know like my parents listened to like top 40 and like talk radio and like right you know like whatever was Broadway, on was on whatever sure, sure. You know, I was just like, oh, my God, this sucks. Like, I, I just listened to Barry Manilow. Holy shit, yeah. I can't do this again. You know, and, like, I remember my older brother listening to, like, Led Zeppelin and, like, Black Sabbath and stuff like that. And sure. I, and, like, and... Um, A little darker stuff that was yeah, like, oh, and, okay. And, you know, and I was like, oh, man, this is this shit's rad. And, like, and somehow that correlated into, like, finding, like, Thrasher magazine. It's a typical story, you know what I mean? Back then, there wasn't, you know, this vast world to go. Right, you know? right. And, um, you know, with Thrasher magazine, you know, you could send away and get the, like, the Thrasher mixtape or the Power Mad record for free. Yeah, you know? yeah, like, yeah. Oh. And, uh, and much, much like, you know, I'm sure you did this too. Like, you would buy your favorite record and go through the thanks list and be like, totally. oh, I gotta check these bands out. 100%. It was the same thing with, like, Thrasher. Like, yep. you saw a dude wearing a Circle Jerk shirt or a Black Flag t-shirt. Right. And you're like, what is that? Sign me up. Yeah, I yeah, have yeah. to go find this. Totally. And, like, I mean, and again, like, dude, it was like... It wasn't like, you know, you know, I was in sixth grade, seventh grade in, right. you know, Chicopee, Massachusetts, you know, like, it's not like there was not, like, not the hotbed of culture. No, not at all, man. And it was like, you know, and it wasn't until like, you know, my freshman year of high school and mm -hmm. like, dude, honestly, going to that high school, yeah. like opened me up, opened me up to like this world. And I, I went to like my first show, like my freshman year with like, you know, and it was like, it was a small school. I graduated like 89 kids. Oh, wow. That's really you know? small. And yeah. like, you know, I was like. This, I, I wore BMX and I skated and like you know, I wore flannels and Chuck Taylors and like so you were kind of you were kind of the alternative kid but in yeah high I school? played sports you know and okay. I was like I was like I wanted to be everyone's friend you know like I didn't uh, care yeah, I didn't yeah, care yeah. but like you know you know and again like it was me and like four other people uh -huh. from my town that went to the school and like I knew them and it was like me and three girls you know that I went to like grade school with sure and sure I didn't know anybody yeah 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 you know so it was just like whatever man I'll just hang out with anyone I don't, I don't care right 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 you know? you're like I, you want because you wanted to have that wider experience yeah. you probably approached high school with a different mentality of like let's just see what's out there yeah exactly and it was like and it was like you know so you enjoy like did you your high school experience? You obviously enjoyed really, to a certain extent. I mean, it was what it was. Yeah, you know, I didn't hate it. I didn't. I didn't. You know. Did you do all the dances? I mean, because I thought that's what you were supposed to do for sure. I remember, like, right. you know, the, the, like the first, <laughs> like, you know, like it was like the big, like, maybe like a month into your freshman year. Right. Like, you know, the girls ask you to the dance or yeah. whatever that Sadie was. Sadie Hawkins dance, I remember maybe. I kissed a girl. I was like, oh man, I'm stoked. Like, high school is fucking rad. Yeah, you're like, this I'm, is I'm like making out with chicks, <laughs> listening to you know. Amazing cool records, yeah. You know, like this is great. You know, like right. I mean, because but like at that point, I'd already started listening to like. I mean, I was like such. A, I was in the metal. Like, I mean, I loved. I mean, Guns and Roses was like the band. You yeah, know? Like, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I loved like Iron Maiden and Black Sabbath and like. Sure. You know, I I had like kind of, I was I was predisposed to like just punk stuff. Like mm -hmm. you know, like you're already open to that. I was open yeah. to it, but I, I mean, you know, my 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 world was like okay. I know who Ozzy Osbourne is. I know who Axl Rose is. <laughs> Sure. Iron Maiden's the greatest thing in the world. You know, this black flag thing has cool t-shirts, you know, like the Ramones or a band I was aware of. And like, I think maybe like Social Distortion, you know, like, right, right. because it was accessible stuff. Sure. I, I mean, I I remember listening to like Agnostic Front and Bad Brains for the first time going, I don't understand this. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, and that was probably like my freshman year of high school. Like, sure. I had like this friend and like, he had this, 
gnarly green cars. The first friend I had that had a license, and we'd go to Enfield, Connecticut, and uh-huh. like buy records. Wow. And um, you know, I was like, oh, okay, I'll buy records. I don't have right. a record player, but they yeah, look you're like, cool, you know, right? Like, this is what I think. This is what I'm supposed to do. Here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was like, and it wasn't. I mean, it wasn't until like maybe like my like sophomore freshman, my my sophomore junior year that like I really explode. Like I'm like fully fledged into like this music scene. Right. Like I'm going to see like Born Against and like oh nice. You know, I mean, I mean, I remember like there was like this Grange Hall, like uh-huh. this hall in the middle of greenfield massachusetts like near vermont <laughs> okay i remember there was one show where it was like it was and like the thing about living in western mass too is like we were in the middle of everything right so you if you were a band traveling you had to go through there to like get to the next place so sure. it's like we saw some fucking incredible bands without realizing it right i, mean, I saw green day open for you know bikini kill and nation of ulysses <laughs> and at this grange hall with it's like incredible. 75 kids yeah you know? yeah and it was just like you know, yeah, in retrospect, you're just like, that's fucking insane. Yeah, oh, absolutely. And I remember, you know, there was like in East Hampton, Massachusetts, there was like this old porno theater that like, you know, they, they did shows. And I remember like running there to go see like Super Touch and Farside and Shelter in my in my baseball uniform. Then I have to go to this Yeah. because everyone I know is going to the show and let's go to the show. And like, yeah, you yeah. Know, like, but at the same time, I mean. Then you like started to realize, well, wait a minute, there's a lot of bands like this that are playing locally and they're awesome. Right. You know, and it's like there was like some really incredible local bands, you know, like yeah. that, you know. Did you did you ever have like with the, you know, the scene that was kind of growing up around there, did you have, because usually people have the desire to like, yo, I want to play in a band. Yeah. Like once you, like, did you? <laughs> like, I, I don't think it was my, it wasn't until like my freshman year of college mm-hmm. that I, we started a band. Okay. Like, and my friend Mike, who was like a pretty big local, like like kind of guy, you yeah, know, yeah, like scene he, celebrity in yeah, a way. Like yeah, he yeah. had like the college radio. She was older. He had oh, the college yeah, radio yeah. show. He book shows and like very involved. Yeah, right. And I mean, dude, my first band, yes, was with a skinhead drummer, okay. my friend Mike, sure, Matt, who plays guitar for Shadows Fall. Oh, nice. And, and Adam D from Kill from Kill Switch. Yeah. What was the, what was the name of his band? The name of the band was Hand Over Fist. That's not bad. No. Right, right. Remember the movie Tombstone? Of course. All right. So there was a, there was a, there's a line in that movie where they're like, we're taking over this town hand over, over fist. <laughs> and I was like, fuck right, man. <laughs> that is it. Yeah. I'm like, you know, and, and I remember like, I mean, dude, we are we are terrible. Like, I mean, you know, it was like, it was like a, an amalgamation of like every kind of, you know, I mean, dude, yeah. I had like, you know, death metal Matt playing guitar. Right, right, you know, right. Adam, like jazz drummer. Like, <laughs> right. You know. It was like this total like, he played, hodgepodge. He played guitar. Adam did. He played guitar. Yeah. What'd you do? I sang. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mike played bass, and I, the kid Mike played drums. And I'm, he, like the skinhead kid playing four on a floor, you know, and Matt, you know, it's right. Like, I was like, yeah, let's just let's just let's try to sound like Overcast and Only Living Witness, who is the greatest of, band of all time, of course. And um, you know, and it's like I couldn't sing. I mean, yeah, the yeah. Fuck? Like, I don't know. Well, especially especially if you're trying to emulate Only Living Witness, who's oh, clearly a very yeah, talented greatest, vocalist. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it, but it was just like I mean, we played you know we played a handful of shows. I mean, yeah. a, lot, a lot actually. I think yeah. And uh, you know, we played in Connecticut. We played you know sure. Western Mass. We played in upstate New York. We played in Pennsylvania. Like, yeah. Were you, were you kind of like like we were talking about earlier? Kind the of. Singer, the default yeah, business kind guy. Of, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I mean, I think like collectively again because my friend Mike was like you know someone who booked a lot of shows. It just. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it was fun. It was just, it wasn't, you know, yeah. we, we never recorded anything. Right, right. You know, but, you know, we got to play with some cool bands. We got to open up for Life of Agony, which was Oh, awesome. that's incredible. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. 
you know, and you know, like I, you had you had enough experience with the first band to be like, this was cool. Like yeah, this but at was the same time, it was like, ah, oh, it sucks when no one likes you. You know, <laughs> yeah. like, you're like, what are we doing? Yeah, know? this this gets a little uh, tiresome yeah, after a while. Yeah, but it, I mean, you know, it was interesting. It was fun. It was like yeah. enough just to like wet the whistle. Like I never I never had any real desire to be like you know, yeah. band guy. You know, right, I just right. Just right. hang out with my friends, and I mean, essentially, that's all it boiled down to. Yeah, it's like, what can I do to hang out with my friends more? Right. How can I prolong this activity? Yeah. Because I imagine like. Uh, were you a good student in high school? Like, no, did you have? Fuck no! Are you I, kidding? I, 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 I had a feeling. I don't want to assume yeah, anything. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think I, I think like again, I said, you know, my class was like eighty nine. I think I graduated eightieth. You know, it was just like, <laughs> like I didn't care. Right. Like, I mean, my whole high school experience was just seeking experience, like seeking like just what was out there. Like, like I said, I played sports. I mean, I like. You know, I, I wanted to play baseball. Okay. You know, baseball I, was that's it, what that I was my thing. And I okay. still I mean I still am a huge sports fan. And sure. it's like and it's like with anything, I think if I applied myself I could have done a lot more. And everyone they always say, Oh, you just applied yourself. You right. Know, like Yeah. The, the cliched statement. What does that mean? Yeah. What does that even fucking mean, dude? Just, just let me play ball. You know? Right, right, right. And uh, I can't concern myself with this applying yourself yeah, business. Yeah. I mean I love history and sports. Yeah. And that's yeah. all I cared about. Sure. You know what I mean? Like like everything else can just literally go fuck just, itself. Yeah, yeah, just get out of my face. With this get shit, out of here. You know? This is a waste of time. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. So I presume with that, you had no desire to be like college. I cannot well, wait I went to, to go to college to... and I graduated. Okay, you did, know, did you apply yourself a little more there? <laughs> no, okay. yeah, that's good. Um, I mean, what would you get your degree? In? I got my degree in arts and science, uh, arts and communication. No, wait, what radio and communication? Oh, got it, yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, 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 radio and communication. You know, college, I think, is, like, was, again, you know, like, I went to a small-town school, you know. What was the name of the college? Uh, Holyoke Community College. Okay. H Harvard on the Hill, we called it. But, again, it was, like, it was such a, a melting pot. Right. And, again, it was just, like, another, like, extension of, like, oh, here is a whole new group of people to meet. Right. And, like, you know, and I got into, like, you know, college radio. Mm -hmm. And immediately i was like i have to run the radio station and nice. so i ran the radio station and like so you're like the programmer and like yeah, kinda, i was i was the metal, awesome. metal director and general manager nice yeah, yeah. and this is when college radio was like was actually yeah. right and like it, could, it really meant dude, something you like i mean like being involved in college radio mm -hmm. in like the late 90s like winning winning the fucking lottery dude. yeah like, yeah because yeah. like free tickets free records like you yeah. got to meet everyone and it was just like um, and again, living in Western Mass, it was I mean, the other thing about Western Mass is like there's like five big colleges, right. you know, like and, and it was like it was such a melting pot. Like UMass Amherst was sure. like down the street, you know, like, huge, huge yeah, school, absolutely. Yeah. Smith College, Hampshire College, like all these, like Mount Holyoke, all these real schools right. were right there. So it was like it wasn't like you know it was like a hick. I mean, a hick town or anything. I mean, there was a lot of culture happening. Right, you know, like Northampton Mass was like you know, the cultural revolution, the lesbian capital of, of the East Coast. Totally, you know? totally. And with that comes a lot of, like, art and a lot of, like, just really, like, forward-thinking things. Sure, of Which course. was exciting, you know. But it still wasn't enough for me, you know. Right. You're like, yeah, the, I know that there, I'm getting, I'm experiencing a lot, but I know that there's still more out there. Absolutely. Right. And it was like, you know, at, at, in college is when I started, like, all right, I'm going to start booking some local shows. Okay. And, you know, like hang out the local club more. Sure. And it was cool because like, you know, I still work with some of those guys today. That's amazing. Like in some facet, you know? Right, right. And um what was the first show that you booked that you that you can actively remember? Oh God. I don't I know. know. <laughs> um I remember uh hold on. Yeah, it's fine. It was like 
because I did like, you know, everyone did fanzines and all of that course, stuff. Of so, course. you know, like, you know, and my friend Mike did, a, you know, that remember that 666 clothing, straight edge clothing line? And 100%. All that stuff? Yeah, yeah, of so, course. So, like, we were doing like a joint show, show. Oh, nice. And it was like some local bands and Burst of Silence. Of course. And Frail. Of course. And everyone canceled. And like, <laughs> that's incredible. And, and, you know, like, like, remember, uh, you remember the name Third Age, that band Third Age? I they actually like don't remember that band. They were like a, okay. a, a New England type band. They were like, you know, Got they put it. out a couple seven inches and a couple records. So Got they it. ended up headlining and like, right. you know, Ryan. D- who, default headliner. Yeah, Ryan, who played bass for that band, was later in my other band, so he kind of hate, you know? And he's like, you know, he's like my, be- like my best friend. Like yeah, yeah. Stuff, you know? But like, just again, years later. Right, right, but like, right. you know. It so was that, cool. that was kind of the first that was Dude, the first we did like a vegan potluck and oh. like oh let's be hippies and you know oh, yeah hey, let's save the world you know, <laughs> right like, right let's right come on a hardcore show I mean, sure I mean you know and and, I, and again I helped like on the on the local club level too and like yeah but it wasn't just like hardcore and punk stuff like you know sure it was like you know I'm like working stage for like De La Soul and Tribe Called Quest and like you know right right like just like you know, be just involved any way I can. Sure, you know? sure. And just to get those experiences, yeah, even yeah. though they're not musically like what you were involved in at the time. No, just but yeah, I got, I got an idea all. of how it all works, you know? Yeah, it's yeah. like, you know, you know, handing out flyers, like, you know, finding local bands to play, like some of the bigger shows, like all sure. that stuff, you know what I mean? Kind of the, the tricks of the trade, so to speak. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and through that too, I mean, think about the people that you come across and the people that you meet and, you know, and it's like, you know, fast forward many years later, like, you know, I remember, um, you know, in 2006, we did those Grow Biscuits reunion shows. Of course, yeah. And my relationship with Siv started back in college radio because I was a, <laughs> this was, you know, I mean, he yeah. was doing Siv. Of course. And I was. Um, Needed that support for the record. Well, right? I, um, I, you know, I worked like the college program for Atlantic Records. Oh, okay. And I got to work some really cool records, like, you know, locally in the Siv record, you know, like sure. Orange 9mm, yeah, know, yeah. Religion, all that stuff. Sure. I remember I drove Jewel around before she was big, you know, like it was crazy. <laughs> Tori Amos called my house to thank me for working. And I was like, oh my God, I love you have a red hair. I love you so much. This you know? is incredible. But, but I... like, you know, and it was just funny that like, you know, like that years later, like, you know, we hadn't talked to each other for years. Right. But like, there was like just this thing. Yeah. There, the common like, connection. Oh, hey, yeah. Like, right, right, right. But, you know, and again, you know, still some people that I deal with, Sure. You know, on a you know managerial level or even promoter level, I met in yeah. the mid '90s through college radio. Yeah, you know? and I, well, I think it, it, you hit on a really important point and something that I, I mean I've experienced myself as well, where it's like you when you do have that sort of common connection, like you know you can just walk right into things. Yeah, like, I mean, sure. like you, you and I, you and I have never spoken for longer than. 30 seconds yeah. where we can just sit down with one another and have this sort of conversation because there's already that yep. underbed of understanding. Yeah. And then professionally, it's so much easier to work with people like that because you have that implicit trust where it's just well, like, I mean, you're in your early thirties. I'm in my late forties, you know? So, you know, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> kidding no. but, uh, but you know, I mean like you, you, we have like that similar experience where right. not to discredit, you know, like Any, some yeah. 20, 20 year old kid, but like, it's just not the same. Of course. You know what I mean? And it's just like... I mean, Whereas we... Like, there are certain things that they experience that we don't. Oh, yeah. I mean, of course. But, I mean, it's like they're... But still, at the same time, it's like if they are passionate and involved with independent music, they will probably get around to having that experience just sure. in a different manner. Yeah. And just, we'll, we will understand. It's just it's just a different... Ve- it's a different animal. Totally. You know, it is a different animal. And I would never, totally. ever, ever slight someone for no. their path. 
Yeah. Because it's, you know, it's an interesting and fun ride for sure. Yeah, yeah, totally, totally. You know? And yeah. you, you always seem to, uh, it, it struck me too with like obviously the type of acts that you book that you've always had a very diverse musical taste. Do you credit that to like college radio and like kind of... I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, mean I, I try to be, I mean, you know, it's funny because if you came and looked at my iTunes, yeah, like, yeah. Why are you? You know, like, I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, dude, like, you know, my musical taste, what I sit around and listen to uh, my day to day bit, you know, my day to day activities isn't necessarily the it's, roster it, it's of bands. It's totally everything before. you book. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, dude, and, you know, you know, and I know that, you know, you have a relationship with Tommy from Between the Bear to Me. Of course. And, you know, that's a very special band, an interesting band to work with. Totally. And, one of my philosophies, I mean, I've worked with that band for 10 years now, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Like, one of my philosophies, and any of my artists will have said, oh, man, you said this to us, you know, you can't book shows by what you listen to on your iPod. It's true. I mean, we, I mean I'd be working at Taco Bell right. if that was the case. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. Pearl Jam's not calling me to book their shows. No, they're right? not. Yeah. So, it's like, you know, <laughs> you know, and it's just like, I mean, that's not to say, like, I don't enjoy the bands I work for. That's not what I'm saying. No, at not all. at all. Not at all. It's just, I mean, you have, there, there, there has to be more to it than that. Of course. You know what I mean? And, uh, and again, one of my biggest problems with this business is I'm actually a legitimate fan of music. Right. You know what I mean? And that gets in the way sometimes. It totally does. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, you know, you could hand me some band that like, this is a, this band's going to sell the next big so thing, many right. tickets and you're going to make all this money. But if I'm just not feeling it, it's just like, yeah, man, I don't know how to see past like that. Right. Thing, I can't force that. that, that right. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. whatever barrier that's in your head that, yeah, I totally understand. I mean, and dude, and, and, you know, like I think through business, you, you try to take, you know, calculated risks like that. Yeah. And they, you know, and it's like you, and like people can tell when you're not that into it, you know, <laughs> it's true The the passion doesn't bleed all over the tape. So no, to speak. Sorry, man. You know, <laughs> And so, uh, as you mentioned, you're obviously in your uh, late 40s, but you... <laughs> Listen, I'm 37 I know, you're 37, right? total <laughs> jokes. The, uh, but obviously, like, you have a family, and you... I do. You, that obviously changes your perspective. Oh, like, for sure, man. What, what do you feel um, that it's contributed to, like, either, like, how you work professionally, or just kind of, you know, change your worldview from that perspective? Yeah, I mean, you know, God, I don't even know where to start with that. But... Yeah, it, it is a lot. I mean, I think with, you know, with like this, like the creative mind comes the creative struggle, you of know? Of course. I mean, dude, I'm just as hypersensitive and anxiety ridden as the next guy. Like, <laughs> yeah. let's not fool anybody. You know? <laughs> right, right, right. You know? And, and, and I mean, and that obviously, you know, you, you throw like other lives you're responsible for into that. Totally. And it, it totally changes things. And it's like, mm. especially like, like, I don't know how to say this without sounding weird, but like, yeah. I look at the world that we're in, of course, and it's just like, how am I to like how, people can't relate mm -hmm. to having kids? Totally, you know? I mean, 100%. Like, dude, I have a ten-year-old, yeah, and a five-year-old, right? My perspective and my view on things is so different than a twenty-seven-year-old dude living with a bunch of his friends. Yo, God bless him for being yeah. able to do that, of course. You know? But like, you know, everyone's everyone's path is different, and it's just like, right? You know, like you know, it's funny because like I don't necessarily know if I can sit here and tell you my wife and I were like planning out a family. It's just oh yeah, happened, yeah, you know? of like, course, of course, you know. But I mean, it's 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 it's. I mean, it changes everything. Yeah, like, totally. In, in good ways and bad ways, and you know, of course. you know, it's 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 the hardest thing I've ever done, but it's a you know the most exhilarating thing ever too. Well, of course, you know? yeah, and yeah. It's like, you know, it, it's. It's changed. It's changed my outlook on a lot of things, 
you know? Sure. And yeah, I, I don't even know, man. No, I know. I know. There, there, it's, there's definitely so many layers involved with it. And I think it's like, it's really interesting because it's like, we obviously work in a culture of stunted adolescence. For sure. And Absolutely. And it's, that's a great point. And I'm just going to run with that for please, a second. Because please. like, you know, moving from Western Massachusetts to the Boston area, like in the, you know, late nineties or whatever, you know, yeah, like I never wanted to live in the city. never wanted to live in Boston. You know, my uh -huh. wife, you know, my girl, she was my girlfriend. Girl time, time, whatever. Sure. You know, I was touring with Converge a lot. Like, yeah, you know, it was like, okay, I, I'm done school. She's going to continue on to school. I have to figure out what to do with my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to move to Boston with my friends. And we had my, you know, we'd already been living together. And she was like, well, the, well what are we doing? I'm like, I don't know, you know. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> <girl>. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry, I've done this to you for all these years. Yeah. Um, you know, I got back from Converge Tour and I was like, you know, I, I got accepted like into Emerson University, Emerson College in, in Boston mm. in like, you know, 96 or some shit. And it was like 48 grand a year. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck is $48,000? I, I couldn't even comprehend that. Right. You're I like, just, yo, I just got paid $100 on tour. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I guess I'll just go. Book, Four, I guess book. I'll just do 4800 tour. Yeah, I'll just go, you know, I'll just go work at a record store or something or <laughs> yeah i mean i'll just steal I, some records and right. try to pay my rent you know <laughs> right right and so we ended up living in salem mass and like okay you know and uh it was just one of those things where that's where our life started our, you know like yeah you know from there i moved to new york city for a few years worked for an agency uh -huh. you know very like-minded and I, I give i give you know those guys a lot of credit for helping me Develop my business it. sense. Okay, that I could actually do this on my own. What agency was it? I didn't it know. Was, it was a company at the time called Rave. Okay, it turned into like Face the Music, and then oh, those guys all it. went off and did their own thing. Sure. Okay, got it. You know, but it was you know, I mean, I, I give those guys a lot of credit for bringing me in and helping me like kind of mold. Yeah. You know, I, I already had like my stable of bands or whatever, but like, right. You know, at that point, you know, they gave me the opportunity to work with some bands on a much bigger level. Sure. You know? Sure. Like, and um to see how to see how the kind of the the quote-unquote big boys play yeah, and then you were yeah. able to kind of take that yeah to your you own. know and then like move back to massachusetts and you know started my own thing which yeah. turned into kenmore or whatever sure but like you know the north shore of massachusetts is very white very puritanical very yeah you know it's it's not a cheap place to live right and and it was you know it was an interesting experience for sure having kids there right to tie it all back into the yeah, original yeah, question yeah. sure you know, so here I am, you know, like, you know, I would bring my daughter to school. I'm barely, you know, 29 years old, 28 years old. Yeah. And, you know, I have a, you know, a two or three year old and I'm bringing a daycare. Right. And they're like, oh, you're, like, you're a child. Yeah. I'm like, what are you talking about? Right, right, I'm a, right. I'm a man. I'm a grown ass man. Yeah, yeah. You know? I'm, like, I'm, do I'm doing shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and, 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 and like the, the thing was, is like, people were, people there were, significantly older of course with children my kids age and right. I, I i don't know if that's just the way it is everywhere now but like yeah you know here i am like trying to relate to like these 42 year old 44 year old yeah. even like you know even 50 year old men right with kids my kids age yeah no and it's, it's just totally, like yeah. here i am covered in tattoos right. wearing like you know what common experience do you have besides yeah. children you like, know, yeah. wearing like a death metal t-shirt or whatever. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> right, right, right. I mean, you know, they don't understand. Like, mm -mm. what do you mean? You work with Metallica? Like, what, bands? Like, oh, you work you work with 
you know, Johnny shit in the dick bags. Right, you know, right, like, right, right. What, what is that? You know, like <laughs> local cover bands. And it's just like, so yeah, it's, it's to me what you're describing. It sounds like obviously you're you were you were in the middle of these two worlds. Yeah, and it, it's like I'm the, not a good juggler. You know, I can't. Yeah. I, it's hard to juggle the two because yeah. I am who I am. I mean, it's sure. just like, dude, I'm yeah, black t-shirt, camouflage shorts, man. Like yeah. that's just that's just who I am. That's, that's just, what I'm done. I mean, yeah. you know, you look at tour pictures from '96 <laughs> and you look at pictures from last week at the beach. I'm wearing the same shit, man. <laughs> yeah, you're you're like, like that's me. Yeah, it's just who I am. You know, yeah, and it's yeah. like. You know, and like, you know, my wife doesn't come from this world at all. You know, it's like, it was, a, it's always been a joke that like, oh yeah, she's my, you know, my parole officer or some <laughs> shit, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, but like, just trying to find that balance because I mean, just because I had a family yeah, and just because I had children, it didn't make me not want to go on tour. No, like, no, no. Which, you don't, you don't shut that side yeah, of your like brain that, off. That, that, yeah. Like you, you still, like, I still want to travel. I still want to experience things. I still want to look underneath it all. Right. Which is, which is very difficult because you know, now like this person yeah. is your responsibility. It's not just all about you and of your course. friends anymore. Right. And something greater than yourself. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's just like, and it's like, I, I will still, I mean, you know, you'd be lying to yourself as a parent, and as a person, if you didn't say, if you didn't struggle with that, of you course. know, like, and I still, I mean, dude, I'm 10 and five, they've yeah. been around for a while. Now, yeah. Yeah. You know, you're, like, you're, you're kind of used to them. And, and, and dude, like, <laughs> I mean, I still struggle with, with yeah. the, the fact that like, Oh my God, like, like I'm still a young guy. Like right. at least I feel like I am. You know, of course. Like, I still want to go out and experience things, but I I want them to come with me. You know, and yeah. I want. But you want to you want to experience it as a collective unit, and it's. I mean, it's harder when it is a unit and yeah, not just yourself. For sure, right, man. right. You know, like yeah, it, and and it's. But I think I think to you know the the positive aspect of all of that is obviously it's like I I view it as this where it's like we are essentially still the same people we were when we're, because we're yes. doing this, we're literally doing uh, the same shit since we were like 15 or 16 right, years old. you throw a little kid in the mix? Yeah. You feel like a piece of garbage. Right. Because, because here I am, I mean, I had my, my first kid when I was, you know, 27, 28 years old. Right. I'm 37 now, and I'm literally still doing the same thing. I'm probably right. still wearing the same boxer shorts. Right. You know what I mean? 100%. While, yeah, I get that. my daughter yeah. has learned how to walk, talk. Yeah. She's learned how to, you know, do yeah. all of these amazing things, and I'm still like, yeah, I'm going to chain reaction to see, you know, see a band play, you know? Right, so, right, right. You know, I'm still going, I'm going to the hardcore show this week, mom, you know? Let's yeah. See you later. Totally. And it's just like, it's like, it's hard not to, you know, to, to pull yourself out of that and be like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. When yeah, am I yeah. going to grow up? When am I going to get a real job? Yeah. You know? And it's like, and, but then I'm just like, you're, you're obviously I, I am real I think right you know you just I, I, I explain it this way where you we're just we're we're essentially still kids but we just do adult like things yeah and it's like and I think that I think that's very symptomatic of like basically anybody between the ages of like 25 and you know late 30s that have experienced like punk rock and independent music because it's like you do want to forge your own path and be like yo I want to make a living off of music uh, you know it's funny you say that because I never thought that was possible right well no that and that yeah that was never a reality it yeah, never yeah. really was I mean again you know to backtrack like it was like I was just hanging out with my friends man right and someone had to be the responsible one 
<laughs> You're like, I don't know otherwise, otherwise chose, we'll die. I don't know yeah. chose me, but, uh, you know, God fucking forbid. Right, right, you right. Know, but that just goes to say, I mean, I can't believe someone chose to have children with me either. So, you know, God, <laughs> it's like, Jesus. <laughs> You're able to fool a lot of people, Matt. Yeah, man, you know, I'm a, I'm a magician. <laughs> you know? That's hey, incredible. hey, man, bands think I do th cool things fun, too. So it's Right, you're like, like oh, all I do is just email one person and they book the show. Yeah, it's like, it's like, hey, man, <clears throat> ignore the man behind the curtain. You know? <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, but you know, again, it's just, you know, you, you throw kids into the mix. Yeah. Life changes in a way that no one can ever describe. No, not you know, at all. There's no, I mean, you know, like... That's the biggest rack in the world, these people that write children books. You know, it's like, he's like, you know, totally. what to expect when you're expecting? Get the fuck out of yeah, here. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. I mean? Because every situation is different. Right. You know, like. What, probably 1% of that book will apply to you. 99% uh, yeah, yeah. you'll throw out. Yeah, yeah. You know, so it's like, who knows, man? You yeah, know? yeah, totally. And, um, and again, it's like, I mean, just like with music too, there's no, there's no, no one ever sat me down and said, okay, Matt, here is what we do to like, develop this band or make this band the next big thing you know <laughs> no one said this is how to make your kid respectful and bright and <laughs> yeah like, i mean you can try right but it's just like they have my genes god forbid right you know? <laughs> you're like the a, a for effort yeah. i don't know where they'll go from here but i'll tell you man and i'm sure you know like how old you have a, like, i have i have a i have a 16 month old 16 month old oh, yeah so you're, which you're, is totally in for it man. i know just i know wait till your kid tells you to fuck off for the first time just wait you know i, I and that's it's yeah it's so it's such a <laughs> just mind wait till they tell you oh dad you broke my heart oh, oh god, god. Just wait. yeah those but, gut punches. but then you know there's there's that time where you know like they're, they're gonna be like dad can we listen to the ramones or dad can we listen to pearl jam dad can we listen to you right. know like they're singing you know you know, singing like a song, and you're just like, you know, I just want my kids to find their way. Of course. You know, if I can guide them here and there, that's great, you know, but like, yeah, you know, because it's just like, you know, you know, my 10-year-old is doing 10-year-old things. She's of not course. even 10 yet. I mean, she's right. 10 in a couple weeks. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But like, you know, if she wants to listen to like Justin Bieber, and she wants to listen to like what's on the radio. Right. And like, she likes what I listen to in the car. Like, yeah. So it's, but it's just like, Find your own path, you know, like yeah. find your own, you know, find your own way. Right. You know, and it's just like, to me, that's the most beautiful thing ever. Totally. It's like, totally. I want to be like Johnny Appleseed. I'll plant the seed and yeah. we'll see how it grows, you know? Right, exactly. You'd be like, like, you know, this, this is what I'm into and like, this is cool. And obviously you see that I enjoy it, but you're going to find your own stuff to do. Yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. That's, that's a really, uh, that's an important part about being you know, a parent. You it, it's, it was, it was like a really cool thing and... You know, H2O just played um, the Glass House a couple weeks ago. You yeah. Know, and, you know, and Toby's one of my closest friends. And, like, we sure. do a lot of cool business stuff together. Right. And, you know, he's actually my third child, you know. Right. But <laughs> I, can, I can understand <laughs> I, that completely. I, I say I have three. I have, you know, a nine <laughs> and a half, a five-year-old, and a 42-year-old. You know? <laughs> That's incredible. But, uh, and, um, you know, his his son was there. And my kids were there. And they're on the side of the stage watching H2O play, jumping around, dancing. I'm just like, this is so cool yeah man. you're like i wish that i <clears throat> that i had that experience when yeah, i was a kid you know and but, and again I'm, i don't want to force feed them of course not but at the same time i just, just want to just, expose them of like, course just yeah. exposing them to that it gets it, it opens their world up because 10 year olds aren't experiencing that no man and it's like and again like you know like i will i have a lot of friends a lot of my close friends are in bands and they are doing cool things within music and it's right. just like you know my my kids don't know that Jake Bannon sings for Converge. They just know that Jake is the dude that lived on the bottom of the street. That's Uncle Jake. They play Voltron together. They play right, right. You know, Godzilla. Like 
they don't know. Yeah. You know, and it's like that's the most innocent, beautiful thing about about, about it all. Totally. Like, they totally. don't know these. They don't. They don't know that like. You know, yeah, like, some luminary within the hardcore scene. Who yeah, yeah. yeah, they just you know they just know that like you know he's a human. He's a guy that jump on his head and pull his hair. You know, right, right. Like, <laughs> he's got weird looking tattoos. Yeah, there we go. You know, <laughs> I mean, and that's I mean, dude, my, my my kids aren't gonna think that tattoos are weird because we all all their you know yeah their every, unc- their quote has unquote them. uncles have tattoos. Yeah, and, you yeah. Know, like I mean, but their legitimate uncles have tattoos. Like, my dad <laughs> even we took my dad at fifty six years old to go get his first tattoo. You know, that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, you know. And it's like yeah, they just have they just have a wider experience than your average ten year old. And with them, yeah, that's all I fucking care about. Yeah, I want them to to see the world for what it is and take what they want from it. Yep, you know. And it's just like you know, I know that like my parents did the best they could to give us whatever they could. Yeah, you know. And it's like if I can take a tenth of what they gave me and give it to my kids, yeah. and then, you know, you'll be satisfied. And, yeah. and, and, and dude, that was the other thing about moving from the East to the West, uh-huh. you know, like so many people were like blown away. Like, Oh, you're such an East coast guy. Yeah. Like, Fuck no. I want to go to the beach every day. Like, and it's just like, if my kids were a couple years older, that wouldn't even been a thought in my mind. Cause I would never ever would have turned my daughter's world upside down. Right. Like, right. And taken her away from her world. I mean, she still gives me shit now for moving her away from all of her friends. Right. But it's just like, you know, it's I, mu- it would have been much more devastating if she was that much older. Yeah, like, for sure, man. Yeah, and yeah. Like, and I remember like one of the last nights we were in Massachusetts because I moved out first. Right. You know, I moved out here at the end of May, and they came. She ended school on the fifteenth of June, and and they came, yeah. and they flew out afterwards. And I remember sitting in her room, and she's and I love our red house. I'm gonna miss it here. Like this is my house. I'm like I know, but I want you to think of this. And I said this is a heavy thought for a little kid. Yeah. You're gonna move to California, and something that you're gonna have is every day you're going to experience something you've never experienced before. Yeah. Whether it's seeing a tree for the first time or sure. driving down a road you've never driven down or seeing different cultural things and you need to enjoy that. Yeah. You know, and like like I mean, I could just see her head going <laughs> yeah. Like her mind just exploded <laughs> and she's like well, I like our red house. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, fuck the red house. We're going to the beach, you know. Like, <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, but you know, yeah, yeah, I know for sure. Um, and sort of, uh, you know, to to wrap things up, um, it's kind of a two parter. Where uh, one, what was the best rookie mistake that you made? Obviously, as a young agent, because there, I, I remember as a like playing chain reaction. And one of the most valuable lessons that I learned was from Ron Martinez, yep. Crawl Space Booking. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, he paid me for playing a show. I walked away and he was like, no, 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 no. Come back here. Count that money in front of me. Yeah. Because the moment that you leave, you won't be able you, – you, if I shorted you, no you one will be able to right. prove anything. And I was like, holy – my like you said, your daughter's brain exploded, my brain yeah, exploded. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah, what was the the sort of you know funniest rookie mistake that you made? And then, like, whatever. You can roll it into the, the second part of it where – um, you know, obviously a lot of people ask you for advice in some way, shape or form for young, whatever, even just from like an entrepreneurial standpoint, yeah. not like, yo, I want to be a booking agent because you obviously have no idea what you're doing from no, that perspective. None, none. I still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> so yeah, best rookie mistake. I don't and- know. I don't know if there's one particular mistake. I mean, but like, yeah, you know, I think the biggest mistake was not taking myself serious. Like not, oh, okay. not like, I don't know, man, I, you know. It's a hard question, man. Like, yeah, 
you know, I, I, again, going back to like the philosophy of, I never once thought like this was my job. Like, right. I never once thought like, this is how I'm going to buy my home, right. pay for my kids to go to school. Like, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I, that thought that wasn't, never no, 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 crossed no. my mind. Like I was just fucking hanging out. Right. Like I knew how to do, you know, one thing and that was work hard. You mm-hmm. know, I knew how to just work hard and I knew how to maintain relationships with people. Sure. You know, and, and it's just like, you know, and it's just like, you know, I'm sure, you know, People are like, oh, Matt Pike, he's a fucking asshole. Like, yeah, dude, no, I'm not. I'm just, I'm just trying to work hard. Yeah. You know, like m- most days I have a headache, you know, <laughs> like, right. and it's just like, it's like, you know, no one, no one ever held my hand right. and said, do it this way. And I think too many people have that philosophy of like, well, just do it for me. You know what I mean? Like, sure, could you sure. imagine being in Taken yeah. and canceling a show because your GPS couldn't find the venue? I mean, no, yeah. I mean, could you imagine? No, that? no, you no know, way. And it's just like, I mean, that happens. That fucking happens. You know, like, oh, our GPS couldn't find the fucking the venue address, so we were late and we couldn't get your phone, right? Dude, you know, yeah, yeah. But like, I mean, I think like, you know, if you're gonna be about something, and like, I don't, I don't ever want to reflect on mistakes because like, I still need to make mistakes to get better. Of course, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. So it's like, I mean, I, I, you know, I still make mistakes, right? In 2012, I make mistakes. Yeah, you know, and, and I hope that it makes me a better person, better agent, better business person. You know, whatever right. you want to call it. You know, and it's just like I mean, I guess like, you know, that story you you know that you that you you know gave is is a perfect example. Yeah, that and like, you know, the sheer it go. I mean, with everyday life, yeah, the sheer, you know, the, the sheer words thank you go yeah. a long way in this business. That's very true. And for me, like. You know, like someone just dropping me a note of like, hey, man, thanks. That show was great. Or, hey, man, you know, like that goes so far. Right. You know, and it's just like, you know, like I think my, you know, my, my regrets come from not taking myself seriously. Sure. Not trying to make more of this, you know, like earlier on. Yeah. But again, like I had no idea. Right. And and, and I'm not done by any stretch of the imagination. No. You know, I'm still like a fifth of the person I want to be, you right. know, like business wise, friend wise, family wise, whatever you, you know, like, yeah, like there is no rule book to this, mm-hmm. you know, there is no rule book to, to, to life. I mean, yeah. and that's the main thing. Like, I hate that my work has become my life, but like, like I take this shit fucking personally. Of course. You know what I mean? Like, like this is me. Like, this is like, you know. You know, you tell me my band sucks. I take that shit personally. Sure. You know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. we're out there, like, fucking working hard. Yeah, blood, you know? sweat, and tears all over. And yeah. it's just like, you know, I don't want anyone to ever pat me on the back. You know, because anyone can do this in a sense. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, and like, and that, and like, and that's, that's the advice I'll give a young band. Like, yeah. You can do this. Right. You know, like. Whatever you think is stopping you. Yeah, yeah. it's not. Like, and it's just like. I mean, young bands, young agents, young promoters, it's like, you know, being humble and working hard. That's it. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's it, fucking simple. it. Yeah, yeah, there yeah. is no, there is no magic rule book somewhere where, you know, you can be like, oh, hey, so let me see how to write this perfect riff that's going to make me a million dollars. It's right. not there. No, it's not. You know, I mean, you know, new records come out every Tuesday. Yep. Think about how many of them fail or fail right yeah or, or lose money compared to the ones that make money and sell sure but the fact that someone did it just 
you know, it, it goes a long way. Yeah. No, totally. I don't know, man. And it's just like, you know, like people have asked that, like, well, how did you do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, I can't. How could it. I not? Right. Uh, there, like failure was never an option. Right. You know, and it's like, it's still not an option. Right. And it's just like, dude, surround yourself with good people. Yeah. Make good choices. <clears throat> don't be a fucking asshole. Totally. You know what I mean? Like you treat people like shit. Your, 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 your existence is going to be shit. Right. You know, your, and it's your, like your days can be numbered. There, there <laughs> is a there is a separation mm-hmm. between a you know a legitimate asshole right. and being someone that like you know is effective. Sure. You know why am I an asshole? Because I won't fucking pay your band what you're not worth. I'm sorry. Yeah. You sorry. Know, my my band made fifty bucks a show too at one point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just like, you know, and and it's just like. I don't know, man. Yeah, you know? no, no, no. I, I, I think you, uh, yeah, I think you summarized it perfectly. Cause yeah, there is, <laughs> above all, there is no, like you said, magic rule book. It's just like, like you said, how could you not do it? Like yeah. nothing is stopping you. No, no. From I any mean, age. Sure, sure. I guess, you know, financially and all sure. that stuff. But I mean, dude, we all have been there. Yeah. I mean, you know, like there, you know, there's people I came up with that we would go to the fucking Austin food co-op and we'd fucking take the bagels they put out after night just to eat at night. I mean, I know that sounds like extreme yeah. or whatever. Right, but right, that right. was our idea of fucking doing it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like, like we were just like, we're just trying to make the most of what we have. Of course, you know? of course. And it's like, and I don't think people, I mean, God, I'm going to sound so old. <laughs> but these fucking, like... These kids, yeah, you know, these I mean, kids. Like, I mean, dude, it is. I hate to say it, but it is so easy uh-huh. this day and age, sure, to make people aware of you. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, no, no one can argue that. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it sounds easy. Yeah, but I mean that it is. I mean, you can literally go. I mean, I mean, think about like when you were doing your band sure, or any of these, sure. you know, kids we came up with, any of the guys that we came up with. Right. We had the opportunity to make a SoundCloud page. Yeah, or like. A Facebook page or a MySpace page. Of course. None of that existed. Totally. None of that. I mean, you had yeah. to hustle your ass off yeah. to get someone to give you a quarter. Sure, for your sure. Mixtape, <laughs> totally. You know, for your for your band's demo tape. Yeah. You know, and it's just like it's yeah, it's I mean it's it, like it's a different type of work, but yes, the the sheer ease of exposure yeah. is definitely well and with, and with that being said i think kids these days have a disadvantage too because you're overexposed so easily totally totally you know? and there's obviously just because of the ease of getting exposure that there's so much out there that's oh, like yeah it's tough to I mean, think about how how hard you had to hustle to scrape your pennies nickels and dimes to yeah. go into a recording studio totally and put out something that sounded like garbage yeah, that yeah, you yeah. Were proud of right now you can just yeah, hook some mic ups to your MacBook and yeah. dude, here's our demo. There you go. Enjoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, and it's just like, I mean, hey, God bless technology and where we've come, you know. But like, like kids don't understand, you know, like use what's what's at your fingertips and make the most of it. Right. Totally. totally. You know, like. Yeah, that's. that's I don't a, know. It's a very, if it's a very simple uh, thing to say, yeah. but I, I mean, agree. I don't, I don't have like, I don't have like the. Yeah, yeah. You know the million dollar answer, right? You're not going to write your uh, your memoir and have all right. Here's the ten things you need to do to yeah. become a book a successful booking. Agent. I can tell you the ten things not to do. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, you're like I can have a, a litany, a gigantic yeah. list of things that you can't do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you know, and it, and it's, I mean, I, and I think like I mean, dude, it's just like you know, with with even going outside of like the music world. Yeah, 
it, it, it's it's basic real life shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's developing relationships, being good to people, totally work, working hard. That's it. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, you know, I mean, I, I never wanted to own my own business. I'm right. an awful business owner. Yeah. You know, according to the government, I'm a I'm a hobby. <laughs> yeah, you're you know? a hobby. But right. I mean, like, you know, I just I just know how to yeah do my thing and I just guess. F- figure it out on, on the way exactly and and yeah any, anyone can do it yeah whether it's being a booking agency whether it's starting like a self-publishing book company a t-shirt company whatever whatever yeah. you want to do and like and like that's the thing man where you know i've prided myself with surrounding myself with people like that yeah which course. is important too you know because totally. it's like i mean if you're in a negative environment you know you're you're gonna get negativity from it but if you're gonna put yourself in a situation where you know, there's positive forward thinking people, you know, it doesn't even necessarily have to be music related, Yeah. but you know, business related or even life related. Like, it's like, yo, how did you, you know, how did you get through this? You know, right. how did you set up your company legally? You know, yeah, how did yeah. you do, I mean, just simple things like that. And it's just like, yeah, man, this is how I did it. Okay, right. cool. Thanks. You people, know, one yeah, of, yeah. One last thing I have to think about. Right. Exactly. You know, no, that's, I, I think that, uh, that is a perfect place to end things on yeah. that. Well, good. <laughs> good, good, good. Well, thank you for obviously wanting to hang out and do nah, this. Man, and thanks I, for, I, thanks I, for thinking of me. I'm, I'm always blown away when someone thinks that I have anything valid to say. <laughs> well, I, I, uh, I think you have something valid to say. So maybe stop selling yourself short, right? Nah, thanks, man. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> there you go. Hope you dug the interview. Sorry, this one was a little long, but uh, you know, you get to talk, and, and that's how it goes. Anyways, visit propertyofzach.com and 100wordspodcast.com for more awesome content. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you next week. Thanks.